fantasy fam schmen coming at you with my wonderful cousin keele how you doing kyle what's up man another episode um i am i am wonderful it is another day another dollar um and it's another day closer to the start of the nfl season which is now what three weeks two days away but who's counting um so i'm yeah i'm i'm excited it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun few weeks i'm i'm i had been a very cautious person and in terms of uh you know playing fantasy this year because there's so much uncertainty but i think i have you know caved given in and uh, realized that this might be a huge opportunity to win a lot of money because of the uncertainty um and that's how people win that's how people win big in vegas is they win based on uncertainty and that's exactly you know um so i'm gonna so I'm, I'm not going to do my typical amount of uh, leagues, especially with like the football guys um, and the, you know, FFPC because they're so freaking expensive. However, you know, it's, um, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have plenty of teams to kind of make me feel like, you know, it's a regular season. Let's just pray that the season is full, you know, it's just, that's, that's it. It could be a disastrous season. Who knows? I mean, MLB, there's a case every other day and it seems like everyone's getting postponed, but we have high hopes for the National Football League. Uh, So to continue on our journey of our top ranks, uh, we are going to uh, continue this with running backs. We all love running backs. Woo! I draft running backs The most important position in fantasy. By far. Um, uh, Let's just get into it. Number one, CMC. I mean, I don't don't think anyone can disagree. Right? Doesn't matter Um, who's that quarterback. I firmly, <laughs> I firmly agree that he is. Last year he had what? Let's look at back to last year's numbers. Last year he had he number had, running back one numbers and wide receiver one numbers. But also the fact is that between him and Aaron Jones, who finished with more touchdowns than he deserved, um, he had he had more than a hundred and fifty-seven points more than him in PPR. Um, Aaron Jones running back. If you take away some of Aaron Jones' touchdowns, I think like some of the ones like in the goal line or something like that, like he still finished as like a top fifteen running back last year oh but, yeah absolutely right but from chris mccaffrey we're going from a difference in oh, sure. of 19.7 for aaron jones per game cmc had 29.5 fantasy oh points. i thought i thought it was like 50 points a game no <laughs> no it felt like it it felt like some some games throughout the year he did um but tw- it, on average obviously 29.5 points per game ppr and it didn't matter who was that quarterback i mean now he's got no. somewhat of an improvement in teddy bridgewater right now than, yeah. than last year's quarterback so whatever was going on there why yeah. It could be a, this is a whole new team. I mean, it's Matt Rule, so CMC number one. Moving on. It's a it's not it's a no brainer because <laughs> not only is he just uber productive and, and efficient, um, but it's the fact that he gets so much volume. And even if they keep coming out with these these you know uh, oh where we're going to try to limit him more, we're going to try to only get him. This no, 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 no. Have you seen their their, no, their no, no. backup running backs? Have you seen nobody? You know, who's the backup on on Carol? Nobody knows. I don't know. Reggie Reggie Bonifon, maybe there that's like that's about it. Um, but you know, even if he sees, you know, if he sees, you know, 14, 15 carries and eight, you know, and 10 targets, I mean, he's going to perform as a running back one. It's just going to happen. Put it in the books. And number two, this could go, I guess, either way, but if healthy, I I mean, Saquon. Yeah, I have, I think it's pretty, I think it's safe. I think we both, we both agree on our, our consensus. Number two is Saquon Barkley. Um, when healthy, he is the second best or if not the best running back in the NFL. Um, it's nothing to take away from Christian McCaffrey. It's just that when it comes to freak ability, uh, athleticism, um, potential, whatever it wants, whatever I mean, Saquon's may be. At, we saw him. We saw him at the draft in Dallas, in Arlington, yeah. sorry, a couple of years ago. Yeah. The guy's a box. It looked like he was wearing shoulder pads, but he was not. 
Yeah, his, his quads are as big as my body. Oh my um, God, he's a tree. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I, he might be the most talented running back in the NFL, just pure talent-wise. Um, but, you know, the New York Giants uh, don't, don't center it fully around him. He is a great piece. He is the most important piece. But he is not the end-all, be-all like in Carolina where, you know, it's, it's CMC or bust. CMC and DJ Moore <laughs> are the, the focal points and nothing else for the most part. Um, so I, I think Saquon has a very nice ceiling, a very nice floor, um, but it's just not what Christian McCaffrey's is in terms of ceiling. I just don't think he even has relatively close to the same ceiling as Christian McCaffrey because the volume just isn't the same. It, I mean, it, again, it all depends. This is a new year, offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett. So it's like, it's what yeah. are they going to try to do? Are they going to try to do something very similar with Zeke and still utilize the wide receivers and get him, like you said, but it's, it's Saquon. The guy's a freak. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, my three is Zeke. Um, I, I think that maybe he takes a slight, honestly, he may not even take a slight step back. The Cowboys offense was top in the NFL last year. No reason why they shouldn't go backwards. They added CeeDee Lamb. Okay, Jason Witten, take him out. But Blake Jarwin can actually move instead of catching the ball and then jumping backwards like Jason Witten used to do. When he was in his prime, he was fantastic at that. And, like, he just – he would make everybody juke. But the guy, I mean, he ran like a five five forty. you know. Didn't matter. Uh, Zeke, number three. Again, same consensus. I have Zeke at my number three. And I'm, you know, I, again, there is a distinct separation between one, two, and three. I think that their own tiers – Christian McCaffrey is the first tier at uh, 427 points for me. I have Saquon at tier number two, running back number two, 357. And I have Zeke as running and back number PPR, three. this is PPR, PPR, by the way. And PPR, yes, PPR. PPR, sorry. And then I have, I have Zeke at three, uh, running back number three, tier number three at 332 points. Everybody after that, which we'll get into, is very, very close in, close, in ranking, yeah. in PPR scoring, in ability, in projections, whatever it is. But the, for the most part, for me, um, those three are worlds of their own, and they should remain as one, two, and three in that order, personally. Which leads us right into number four with Alvin and the Camaras. Uh, that is correct. I have Alvin and, Alvin and the Camaras as well, number four. I, I, norm I normally don't like, and I think we talk about this every single year, too, and I know a bunch of people out there in the industry don't like going with the consensus, but sometimes it's just, it's way too tough to get away. Like, okay, last year, Saquon didn't finish in the top. He got hurt. You can't predict that. I mean, Aaron Jones finishing is, is the number two or three running back like that. I mean, yes, that happens, but more often than not, you see your top running backs, they finish very close, if not in the same spot where they most likely should. It's not the uncertainty like with quarterback is, is what I guess I'm well, trying that's, to say. At that's least the what top. it should be. Yes, well, exactly. that's the thing is like that, that you go back through the years of running backs who were drafted in the later part of the first round, early second, because they, whatever, they had some, um, you know, some, they were on the hype train, you know, you thought, wow, they're going to do a lot, but th there are plenty of busts in the first round. Um, but for the most part, when you draft in that top six, you're hoping that they're going to finish within the top six. Exactly. Of the year. Um, Alvin Kamara just wasn't himself last year. Um, it's just, you know, he just wasn't, that's the thing. It's like, I think he had a, for, for, for fantasy purposes and for NFL purposes, yeah, he finished as a top 10 running back. He was number running back nine in PPRs, putting up in PPRs. And, and he got hurt. Um, and he was hurt. He only played 14 games, um, but he, scoring 17.8 points per game, uh, which was, again, in the top, uh, top eight um, for, for running backs in PPR. Um, yeah, the guy was, is great. He's a great running back, and he is, I believe, in a contract year. Is that correct? 
Um, I think Could he's be. in a contract yes. year. Yes, this um, is. So, yeah. so for him, he's coming off a little bit of a down season, injured season, um, and he's being drafted where he probably should be drafted. Um, and if they utilize him to his fullest potential, he is an 85 reception, 90 reception kind of guy, um, you know, 14, 15, 16 plus touchdowns, and he should be drafted in the top four running backs. And, and if Drew is healthy. And alongside Michael Thomas, I mean, both of them, both of them are probably looking at, you know, uh, being drafted in the top six where they should be. They should both be drafted within the top six picks. And, and a healthy Drew Brees just adds right. fuel. Makes to them that much better. <laughs> Loves him some Kamara. So I think this is where we might differ now. Number five. Ooh, should I tell you who? Should I go first? Uh, you can go first. Yeah, sure. All right. Joe Mixon, number five. I am riding it hard. He is not number five for me. I know it sounds a little crazy, but I'm a big believer in Joe Burrow. I think that Joe Burrow is a hard worker. I think this kid is a special talent and he, I mean, let's hope it's no more Marvin Lewis. It's a new team. They've had an offensive line. Hopefully they drafted some wide receivers. There's, there's just a lot of help around him. AJ Green, I'm not even saying he's going to play because my man, sorry for the sirens. There's something going on. Hope everybody's safe. Uh, drives by all the time. I live right near a main road. So Joe Burrow, I think this guy is is the guy that can definitely take the Bengals to the playoffs. Super Bowl, we'll see. They still got to get some more things in place. But like I said, I, I just I just think that his talent is so he's so good. And yes, LSU, it's it's college football, but they're gonna put things in place for him to succeed. And I think that Joe Mixon can definitely handle that. And that's why I have him at. I just think he's gonna be used more in the passing game. That's why for my PPR. So I have him at five. Yeah. I mean, I don't dispute it. I have him inside my top 10 where he belongs. Um, and that's with the fact that last year I was so down on him because the Bengals were going to stink, which they did. The offensive line was going to stink, which they did. Um, the defense was going to stink. Let's hit three for three, which they did. So I have him in my side, my, inside my top 10. He is a very, very talented running back. Um, one of the more talented running backs in the NFL. And I'm, I'm firmly okay with him and I'll get to him, you know, a little later on. Uh, this is where we, we separate, where I have no problem separating. That's how we should be. We shouldn't be similar on every pick. Um, mine is somebody I have, you know, prided myself on loving for the last few months or so. We did a draft um, with some, some guys back, what, uh, a dynasty draft maybe back in, what, January? February, oh, my March. God, yeah, we started I it. I don't even remember what it was. January or February, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, and the I whiskey, had to, The Whiskey League, yeah. Yeah, I had, I, had, I had said to take him, I had said to take him, like, I don't know, uh, I said, I think, I think I took him like the first or second pick of the second round. And that is Miles Sanders. Wow. Um, Miles Sanders is my number five running back ranking wise. And he starts the, 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 tr him and Kamara are kind of synonymous with each other in terms of ranking for me. Um, for point wise, I think Kamara might um, have a little bit higher of that ceiling because I know who the Saints are and what the Saints are capable of. The Eagles, I'm still a little unsure of, uh, but Miles Sanders is going to be, and for the next five plus years, they will be the focal point of the Philadelphia Eagles offense. They are the best offensive line in the NFL, if not one of the top three best offensive lines in the NFL. They have Carson Wentz, who has become an injury-prone quarterback, and they have a receiving core that has a ton of question marks. But when you have a good defense, or a good enough defense, you have a good offensive line, you have a quarterback that might be injured from time to time, you have to rely on your running back. And Miles Sanders is that. Miles Sanders has a ton of talent. He catches a lot of passes, and I think he's going to continue to catch more passes. I have him going over 60 receptions this year. Um, over 10 yards per carry this year. The touchdowns, though, aren't exponentially high. I have him 
kind of close to Kamara in that 12 to 14 touchdown total range, um, which I think is fair. Um, it's the know, red zone. It's those yeah, tight yeah. ends that they have. I mean, Carson right, Wentz right. is going to look right. for Ertz or Goddard. Goddard. Or right. It's the Ertz-Goddard duo um, in the red zone. That, I mean, if Jeffrey's healthy, obviously, but, you know, whatever. Um, so I have Miles Sanders at, f- at one, two, three, four. Five. Again, this kills me. Um, at five, um, because I see a, a lot of potential for him not only running the ball and, you know, being a focal point of the offense, but the receptions. It's the receptions where if he goes over 60 receptions, he will be a top five running back by the end of the season. So. I don't even have him in my top 10. Okay, that's fine. I he mean, might, just, he might, I'm, I'm going to still toy with it, but I mean, Scott looked incredible last year. Yeah, so I just think I'm, that I'm, they I may agree. use him. I mean, it, it could it's even itself out, but yeah, that could be a good one-two punch, but I think well, we, Miles definitely we, has that. But well, well, we thought that with Corey, Clement and that didn't end well either you know I mean Corey Clement was supposed to be that like kind of adding guy you know at running back two, whatever Scott dominated though when he gave, I mean, was given Boston a chance Scott, oh yeah Scott is like a little he's like a he's like a hybrid kind of player a toy player he's fast he's got he's elusive um you know catch the ball so I, I like that but I just think Miles Sanders is a I want a 275 carry 60 reception running back and you can only get six of those in the nfl opportunity so it's all about volume opportunity who are you feeding yeah who are you going to keep feeding whether it's you know you're playing good defense and running the ball or you're receiving the ball it's he's going to have a a lot of opportunities jump right into your number six we might we might be a little close on some of these um number six i have dalvin cook okay Um, okay um, which i'm sure we have very similar people within the top uh 10 besides miles sanders obviously um, but, um, yeah, Dalvin Cook. I mean, Dalvin Cook was a top three running back for the first eight to ten weeks last season. And then the injury bug and the um, just just kind of – I think he just got tired, honestly. I, think I don't know what was just, it was. Yeah, it was just I think like... he was just overworked. He was overutilized, which is good. He is a, you know, a top five, top six running He's back. He's a workhorse. He He's a workhorse. He is a bell cow running back. He should be used as such. Um, so I have him at six. I would have loved to put him at two or three, which I think he has the capabilities to be. Um, if he's getting 20 plus uh, rushing attempts per game, if he's getting five plus receptions per game, he is a bell cow. He is a, you know, number three, number four running back, but it's a new offensive uh, scheme. Remember? Exactly. Stefanski is gone. Stefanski is is now, he is now uh, in Cleveland. So that whole model where we were talking about and priding and prodding and telling everyone, you know, Stefanski loves to run the ball. He's going to run the ball as much as possible with Dalvin cook, you know, exactly a year ago. I'm now where like, well, we don't know, actually, we don't know exactly how much they're going to run the ball. If it's going to compare to last year's rushing attempts, but Dalvin cook is a bell cow back. He belongs somewhere between running back four and running back eight. And if you're doing it based on injury, I get it. Offensive line, I get it. But Minnesota will be a good offense. And I love Dalvin Cook this year. Yeah, I, I have Dalvin Cook very, very close. Um, but my number six is Derrick Henry. I think that Derrick Henry, the guy's an animal. I mean, he proved that you could still finish as a top running back and not catch passes. I mean, he, he proved us all wrong. He really did. In the standard league, he finished number two last year um and in a ppr he finished five mind you he was what almost 200 points behind christian mccaffrey but again christian mccaffrey's in his own category so then we just start with number two well that's the thing about it is like if i re-ranked my rankings like i looked we're, remember do we have to make sure we uh keep enunciating the fact that this is ppr based rankings right 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the standard, I, I mean, Derrick Henry could be right. Cause that's the thing. It's like, I looked at my PPR rankings and unfortunately I do not have Derrick Henry inside my top 12. Um, and that's crazy because his stats I haven't projected out are ridiculous in standard. He is my number four running back. Um, so that's the big difference is the fact that every running back ahead of him in my PPR rankings has 40 plus receptions. 45, 50 receptions. They I mean, are, it could happen for him. You never know. Maybe they'll I, want to get him, but I, I, I just, that's the, the guy's thing. a bruiser. That's, but that's the problem with Henry in my mind is the yeah. fact that he does not catch passes. And while last year he finished his running back two in standard leagues and what, three or four, three in PPR leagues, whatever it was. Five. Uh, five in PPR leagues. Um, the fact is, is that like he had to rush for 1450 plus yards to make it, you know, to make it to that. Like his, but he did it. But he I know, did it like it's to do it yeah. again and again and again. Like you're then not being able to rely on receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, things like that. Like it's those are important to me. And the fact that when when times are tough for your fantasy team, you have to be able to rely on a receiving running back um, getting you out of that. And I just I don't. I, that's why Derrick Henry is such an anomaly and he's such a like question mark for me. But I do love him. I still think he finishes top. But yeah, I, I just still don't know if I would actually draft him per se. I mean, that's, in yeah, that. because you have to be willing to spend the capital on him. Exactly. He is exactly. being drafted right now as running. It really depends. Exactly. It running really back. depends on. He's being drafted as running back seven uh, as the eighth pick of the first round, which Not awful. I think is fair. I would yeah. take him somewhere between nine and 12. Like if he um, fell to me at the end of the first round. Yeah. Sure. Sign me up. Of course Absolutely. I'm drafting him. I mean, if you're, if you're talking someone, okay. So let me give you this one between someone like him and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. I would, I would go Joe Mixon because, because he catches seven. pass. Exactly. Okay. Because Joe Mixon can go over a thousand yards. That's fair. Okay. But like you said, I mean, even if Joe Mixon catches forty passes, like yeah. that's still forty more points right. or thirty-five. Sorry, we'll say Derrick Henry has five catches all season. <laughs> I put him down for tw- I put him down for twenty. I mean, I think that's fair. Somewhere that's not 15, awful. Sixteen uh, and twenty-four. Honestly, there. this offense looked so good last year that who knows what they're they could try the same exact thing, right? Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, so. The, he had 18 – he had 24 targets last year and 18 catches. Right. That's what I'm saying. I have him somewhere in that, you know, 18 to 24 range for – 200 yards, though, and two touchdowns. I mean, that's – Yeah. I mean, he's a big bad. boy. Trying to take him down is very difficult. He is just gigantic. Um, but anyway, so my seven is probably your eight is in my mind. I'm, I'm almost no. convinced of it. It's not. My seven is, is Dalvin Cook, which we already touched on. Never mind. Point. Yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. My seven is your – probably your eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Or my eight, maybe. yeah, my seven I don't know. Your eight. My eight, I'm insanely high. I was insanely high my, on this guy. So, so Until my, he left. my seven is Austin Eckler. Ooh, okay, okay. Okay, never mind. I'm close. I thought we were, I thought we were there. I'm close. Uh, Austin, Austin Eckler, I, I don't care. Eight, I, eight I, is eight, eight, you said? Uh, he's my seven. Seven, okay, Dalvin Cook yeah. for me. So you talk about Eckler. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I can say about Eckler is that keep bringing up the news stories of, well, the Chargers want to do a running back by committee. The Chargers want to, you know, feed their rookie running back. They want to feed Justin Jackson. Please, by all means, do Wait, it. Keep that coming out. I don't know. Because, it. no, no, it's not even about to keep it coming out. If you want to use other running backs, have at it. Austin Eckler is probably the most efficient running back in the NFL. Special. Um, Very special. He will make, he, beside Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler. The most efficient running backs in the NFL. They do not need target share. Uh, they do not need a ton of uh, multitude of targets or a multitude of um, rushing attempts to make themselves worthwhile. He makes the most of every opportunity. So if you want to get Justin Jackson, some rushing attempts, please, by all means, have at it. Because even when Melvin Gordon was there, he still remained as he a top running back. 
Yes. Without Melvin Gordon those first few weeks, he was running back one, basically, besides Dalvin Cook. I he mean. literally, like, he absolutely dominated. Yes. But With it a- doesn't matter. That's my point, is, is that if I can get him as my – what? Let's see where he's being drafted. He's being drafted – Middle, like, out. second round. 205. He's being drafted at the 205. And even right. later in some, I'm seeing, too. Right. Like, it's so – if, if I can get him in a, P- in a PPR league at 205, that done. means I am able to potentially pair him – with a Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, and my God, if that isn't the best one-two start for running back, because so done, sign me up. 70, he's going to catch seventy-five passes. He's going to have over ten you touchdowns. Know, do you know how many catches he had last year? Ninety-two catches. Right. That's my point. Is that one hundred and eight targets? Very efficient. Yeah, he's he's a short. He's going to be, and especially for a potentially rookie quarterback in Justin Herbert. He is going to throw to your running back safety blanket alongside Hunter, alongside Hunter Henry. And, That's and why Keenan Allen's dropping. And the thing about it is Oregon likes to utilize the running backs. They like to throw to the running backs. Like they like doing that type of offense. And Justin Herbert, I mean, the guy is, he's, he's going to have weapons. Let's be real. I mean, Keenan Allen, when he is on point, he's fantastic. Hunter Henry, one of the best tight ends in the league. I, this Austin Eckler, I still can't believe how far. Oh, and I'm still seeing on Twitter, like, oh, well, he needs another. No, he does not need another running back. Austin does... Eckler was two, was two points. Oh, no, my, my fire and police are going off. Oh, nice. um, um, he was two points away in PPR leagues from being running back three, and he was only five and a half points away from being running back two. Okay, that's how good he was last year. He averaged 19.3 points per game in PPR. He is, even if he stays at 18.5 points per game um, in PPR leagues, he is going to be a top seven running back. He'll be fine. He yeah. will totally be fine. It doesn't matter. He, he might need another running back uh, to pair alongside him in, in, uh, for Los Angeles to make him that much more dynamic, valuable, useful, whatever it is. He can't just be the bell cow. You don't need I'm so excited. I'm actually, I'm actually excited for the Chargers. I think they could have a good future, but we'll, we could talk about that at a later date. Um, seven, I said, was Dalvin Cook. No need to talk about him. The guy's a workhorse. I just, I, I, I new offensive coordinator. I don't know. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but I still think the guy finishes as a top running back. Uh, number eight is some guy that I never thought I would actually even, I, I mean, I kind of wanted him to be in the top 10 uh, throughout his early career in Miami. Uh, but Miami doesn't know how to coach. They don't know what to do with players. That's why a lot of them just left and they just handed some over in trades. Uh, is Kenyon Drake. I absolutely loved when he, when he got traded to Arizona. They fed him the ball. Chase Edmonds, he's going to be a good compliment, but I think that it's, it is going to be the Kenyon Drake show. And I think adding DeAndre Hopkins – makes him more valuable. So Kenyon Drake is my number eight. And the guy was so efficient last year when he was actually given the reins. He dominated. He, he was probably on some teams for their championships towards the end of the season. Cause he got what over like 200 yards and four touchdowns in one week, I think. Yeah, it was unbelievable to see him just completely to get traded and then completely revitalized. I'm like, Oh my God, Kenyon Drake and, goes from a nobody to. And Miami was just like, Oh wait, oh, wait typical did it, Miami mindset. Didn't we just, we just had that. Like, why, like did we, carry- why did we give that away? Like, it was like one of those carryovers from Adam Gates <laughs> kind of thing where it's like they had some, some lingering things going on in their mind. We could talk more about that clown, too, in a little bit. Yeah, Maybe I, we'll, would, we'll I would see. prefer not to. Oh, um, my God. I don't know if you saw the news that came out, but we can talk about it a little bit. I don't yeah. like Adam Gase. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't think Adam yeah. Gase likes Adam Gase. <laughs> I, I hate him and I hate the Jets. So uh, I, would love to, I can't wait for football, but I can't wait to just see the Jets finish, you know, 6 and 10 again. Um, 
My number eight is a mainstay from the past five years. And some may have him at running back four. Some may run him, may have him at running back 40. And that is Todd Gurley. Okay. I get it. I get it. I'm not, I'm not arguing against uh, the, the thoughts for why he shouldn't be drafted that early. The guy could be I, number one. He could be number one running back. If he's he, is, he is being drafted at the 302 currently in PPR formats. Um, and that is around the times of James Conner, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, who I think all could be safer picks. I'm not disputing that. Um, for Le'Veon James, Bell. Uh, well, no, I think Le'Veon Bell could. I, <laughs> I, still think, I still think Le'Veon Bell could be a safe pick, um, especially where you're going to get him there. But at the, at the core of it, he's just a very, very valuable, like, portion of that offense that offense is a big dynamic offense and he is so valuable to them in this new he's all new environment whole new scheme whole new everything he's going to thrive there julio jones calvin ridley matt ryan uh, we talked about this offensive line that i think is going to get better a defense that will hopefully get better todd Gurley is a dynamic player he, he like there's no way we have seen the last of todd Gurley at an elite level i'm sorry i i just even last year where he was on his what seemed like his last legs he still put up double digit touchdowns and even if he does not perform yards per carry wise efficiency wise he will still put up double digit touchdowns for the Atlanta Falcons I really really hope so because I absolutely loved watching Todd Gurley when he was at an elite level it was oh it was such a treat to watch him um I'm not see I'm I'm actually going the opposite way on Todd Gurley a little bit right now you know I'm kind of having him he's he's drifted in my rankings, uh, but we can a little bit out of the top 10 for me. Um, so number nine, Austin Eckler for me, I think that Austin Eckler is going to absolutely destroy. He might even be rising for me from number nine. I think that in PPR leagues, the guy, Justin Herbert's going to throw to him whenever he gets in. But I also think that Tyrod Taylor is going to start the season, but it's, it's going to be Justin Herbert's going to be right down his neck. I, I, I think this this kid this kid's going to be something special. I think the Chargers are going to find they're going to they better Anthony Lynn better utilize this dude. He's the future of of LA for them at least for the Chargers. But Austin Eckler number nine. Yeah, and that you had so you had Austin Eckler nine. Okay, so that yeah. that is so let's so we'll go through the top twelve in more detail and then we'll just kind of list off the other ones as we go because I think mine are going to change consistently mine are totally like, that's good. the thing like the top 10 i think are gonna stay pretty much in the top 10 they may 12. go here and there like but i think my i think my like 12 through 16 is gonna just completely just change like over the next two weeks um so i'll get into number 10 right 10. oh well number nine i think you were number on. nine number yeah number nine i again excel this is what happens this is the problem with excel um number nine okay we you teach know, we, you can just take an excel class it's fine or just <laughs> I need one. It's amazing. Um, number nine, no reason to get into it. I have Joe Mixon. Um, Joe Mixon is, he is probably going to move into that eight to seven range for me. Um, come, you know, final week of. Uh, he's a top 10 running back, but he's the top 10 running back. It's opportunity. It's efficiency. It's a team that's going to get better. An offensive line that's going to be better. So I just, I think he's on the up and up for me. So anyway, if you want to, um, I'll go, you know what? I'll, I'll say my number 10. Number yeah. 10 is someone who I actually had at number six, like a week or two ago. And then I started to get in my own head a little bit. I started to read the news a little bit, and that is Nick Chubb. Okay. Nick, okay. Yeah, Nick Chubb is my number 10. I got in my own head. I started reading the news. Um, I started to wonder and worry how they were going to feed all the mouths, 
how his projections for me were going to stay where they were. There's a just, lot of mouths to feed on that. Team. And I just don't know because Kareem Hunt is going to be a part of that offense. I, I, the more I go back and forth on it, like I'm kind of like at a loss. Uh, I'm unsure what I want to do with Kareem Hunt. And that's the problem is I'm, I'm just so curious what to do with Kareem Hunt that now, unfortunately, Nick Chubb pays the price a little bit. So I love Nick Chubb. He's probably going to make it back into the eight, top eight because I can't draft him outside the top eight. It's tough. It is How, tough. Like, yeah. Yeah. But if you look at the, if you actually look at it, PPR, I mean, P, in PPR formats, he being drafted in like the early-ish middle part of the of the second round, which I find confusing because people view him as a as a bell cow back. They view him as you know, it doesn't matter what um, Kareem Hunt does, Nick Chubb is the is the guy. But I I also kind of I, it's if I'm drafting him at the one twelve, I don't. I want to know he's going to get 275 to 315 exactly. carries exactly. and 50 receptions. And I just exactly. don't You just know don't that. know. Exactly. It's the I'm brand new offensive uh, head coach, offense coordinator, offensive mind, Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski. Uh, but Kareem Hunt is way too much of a talent not to be utilized. That's That, I think, is the scary part. And I agree with you on that. That's yeah, why getting in my head. That's why Chubb's not – he's not. He's I, I have him coming up a little bit. But that's – it's tough. It's tough. There's yeah. so much. And they added Austin Hooper too. And they still like, it's just, it's just a weird it's a lot of mouths to feed. And, and Baker Mayfield, it all depends on Baker Mayfield, just, man. I'm getting in my own head here. Like as much as I want to, like in my head, I'm like, he is the focal point of the offense. He should be the focal point of the offense. And that's I don't it. think, I don't think you're overthinking it either though. I like, I'm just, it's, I, I had to come down. He was like number six or seven for me a week or so ago. He is now at 10. I'm just, I'm it trying could to happen. The, I'm trying to play the safe game, okay? This, that's the thing about this year is, like, I know a lot of things will be out the window because of COVID and because of the curiosity of what's going to take place. But in that first round, in that second round, it is not about playing the, the reach for the stars kind of thing. It's about playing the safe bet. First round pick, second round pick, safety. And I think Nick Chubb's safe. I just don't think the Browns are. All right. Uh, my number 10, I have – you may like this, you may not. Uh, Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs gets fed the ball over 275 times on the ground. I think they use him in the passing game. Not as much. They still do have Jalen Richard. No more uh, DeAndre uh, out of the backfield. So Richard is probably going to be more of that potential pass down. Like not like a James White, but Josh Jacobs, I think they did some great things in the draft by getting Brian Edwards, who is getting, oh my God, so much hype on Twitter. I don't know if you're, if you're checking that out, but what, whatever we could talk about that on our wide receiver episode but Josh Jacobs I think he, the guys I think the guy's a bell cow I think he's going to be fine he good offensive line strangely like odd good offensive line in Oakland but it's it, Derek Carr it's all Derek Carr and I think John Gruden wants to do that kind of offense he wants to utilize the run but they, they're going to have weapons on the outside too so but Josh Jacobs number 10 for me yeah Jacobs about a week or two ago again was in my top 12 uh, he's fallen since then, not too far, but he, I'm just, I, I don't know what to do with him. Um, I think I have him at 14, so he's, he's there. Um, but it's more out of curiosity if the Raiders and what the Raiders are capable of. Uh, exactly. It, it really, it really is. Like, but I think like getting I, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, yes, they're rookies, yeah. but just having that on the outside yeah. with Hunter Renfro still and Darren Waller, like it just. Yeah. It's, it's also that like I do, and I've, I've been very vocal about my love for Josh Jacobs. I think he's a very, very talented running back. And I think it's just about his utilization. If they can utilize him to his full potential, he has a top 10 running back. If they don't, he gets, you know, last year when he, when he played, he was actually one of the most efficient running backs in the NFL. He was. 
thousand um, yards, so, four point eight yards per carry. And how many games did he play? Fourteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. That's my point. 13. Is he was he was one of the most efficient players in the NFL when he was on the field. And if he can stay healthy for the 15, 16 games, um, it's hard. You know, you can't label him injury prone or injury risk, or whatever. Right. Exactly. We don't. We don't know because Julio um, was injury right, prone right. in the beginning. Right. So it's based. It's based on that. I mean, I think if his efficiency stays where it is, and, if, and the Raiders get better and utilize him better, then he can move from 14 for me up into the top 10. I, I have no problem drafting him at the 202, you know. Um, so that was your number. Because he's going to get the ball. That's the thing. Like, he's going to – he had 242 attempts last year in 13 games. Yeah. You, you add three more games to that. I mean, you're looking at 15 yeah. carries. So that's, like that's, – that's almost 300, 300. So, I, I, yeah. Right. Opportunity. What number was he for you? Uh, number 10, Josh Jacobs. Rounded out my number okay. 10. So, 11. Um, yeah. 11 for me is Kenyon Drake, and I okay. fully support it. I fully support it. I think the Cardinals offense is better. It's great. Uh, it's beyond great, I think. And um, I think that the only problem could be their defense. And that's where Kenyon Drake comes down a little bit is because the Cardinals defense, the offensive line, they're both still black. Awful. And that's the thing is that if they're <laughs> down because the defense is bad and they're playing in a great division, that's when I start to worry because Kenyon Drake becomes less relevant. Because when you're playing from behind, Kyler, Kyler Murray's going to throw the ball more. Um, you're going to see the wide receivers be more rebel, relevant. And the, I just, I, I love Kenyon Drake. I love the concept of him in Arizona, but it's all dependent on a few factors like the offensive line, the defense, things like that. So, but I like him there. I'm fine with him at 11. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, my 11, and I'm only doing this because the guy actually had a very good year last year. He's a good running back, clearly, when you obviously give him the opportunity, but. The, Packer, the Packers have absolutely no yeah. one else besides Devontae Adams. I mean, that's my number twelve. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Jones <laughs> has like, it yeah. just, I just still can't believe what the Packers did or didn't do. Like, I understand that you went for your, your uh, quarterback of the future potential, but I mean, Aaron, Aaron Jones, Aaron, Aaron. I think it's going to happen. So I think Aaron Jones is potential top, top ten. He has that again, but I think eleven is a good spot for him for me. Yeah, I have a 12, and uh, that's fine with me because that's with touchdown potential of 12 rushing and two receiving. Uh, last year, I think, was an anomaly. Last year, I think oh, it, was God. Kind of, it was an outlier year. Um, I don't think you know, 16, 17, plus 18 plus touchdowns are going to be a norm for him, but they might be because the thing is, is if Devontae Adams goes down, God forbid, and that offense needs Aaron Jones even more, he is going to be fed even more. 19.6 so, yard uh, fantasy points per game. Yeah. Like, I think, I think PPR, the, touch, PPR. the touchdown dependency, though, is what kind of – not dependency, that's the right word, because he's not 100% touchdown dependent. You know, like Garrett Blunt years ago was a touchdown dependent. Oh, exactly, running. exactly. Aaron Jones had 400 yards, that. but he had 15 touchdowns. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I think, I think Aaron Jones is better than that, but at the same time, I just I, – I felt, I felt it last year when I didn't draft him at that turn, at the 2-3 turn, and this year I think if I pass on him at the – Two, three turn? Is that where he is? Let's see. He's definitely getting drafted. Um, he is at the middle, middle end of the middle end of the second round. So um, yeah, if he's going in that two oh seven to two ten range, um, I feel okay uh, because after that is is James Conner, it's Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson. I think I'm okay with taking Aaron Jones there, knowing his relevance and importance in the offense. Um, but it can't be touchdown dependency. It has to be forty plus receptions. It has to be you know two hundred eighty five to three hundred carries. And so yeah. And then, okay, like you just said, you just had Aaron Jones at 12. Yeah, did you, did you go with your 11? No, he was – yeah, uh, 11 was Kenyon Drake, 12 was Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 12 Aaron Jones, 12 Nick Chubb for me. 13. Purely, 
purely based yeah. on, like you said, I mean, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen in this offense and reports coming out. I just, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Kareem Hunt got traded or so, something, something happened in this, in this offense. Cause there's just so many mouths to feed and Baker Mayfield really needs to step his, step his game up, which yeah. could help both of them. Um, yeah, I agree. Chubb so, at number 12. Yeah. And mine is uh, at 13. I'll just trickle it down again. 13. Who was 12? Who was 12? 12 for me was, we went through this. Aaron Jones was 12. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, yes. So 13, 13 was Derrick Henry for me. Um, okay. You know, PPR. I'm, I see it. You know, and I'm okay with that. Um, I PPR-wise, in standard leagues, he is top five. Um, the touchdowns will be there on the ground. The rushing attempts, rushing yards. I mean, we're talking 325-plus rushing attempts. If he can ever just get those receptions up past 25, he will be a top five PPR back. But I digress. And this is where we flip-flop. So you have Henry outside, and I have Miles Sanders as my yeah, number 13. I get it. And I get it. The, uh, it. the questionable, you know. Is Doug Peterson? Who knows? Who yeah, knows Doug, what the guy's going to do? Doug Peterson. We never know. Doug you can Peterson, never, man. You can't. I will never take him at face value, ever. Exactly. Ever. So I think that Miles Sanders, yes. The, I mean, the guy has a huge big play potential. He's a, he's a, he could be a stud. He, he, is a, he showed us last year at the end of the season, he was given a lot more targets in the passing game. But I just think that Boston Scott proved his worth to show that, hey, give me the freaking ball, man. So I think he's going to get some of the share. Miles Sanders is definitely going to get more. But I just think that Boston Scott definitely takes a little bit, which it's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, for, from a football aspect of it, a point of it, it's great because you got to rotate your guys. You don't want to, like, tire them out entirely. But from a fantasy perspective, it definitely takes a little bit away. But Miles Sanders can definitely play that type of Eckler role maybe potential you know and i think he's more i think the thing that's, like what we, that's where we different that's where we differentiate is because i view miles sanders as a bell cow back i do not view him as a just purely efficiency where you give him four you know 12 carries a game and six five receptions and he'll make the best of it i think he will make the best of it but i also think he's capable of 18 uh, 18 rushing attempts and six receptions a game so that's where we differ in that regard, which is totally fine. Um, but Miles Sanders right now, in terms of PPR leagues, is going at the 110. So he's being drafted as the eighth running back in PPR formats, which I will completely just devour. Like, if that is me at sitting at the 110, yes, absolutely. Every single time I will be taking him there. Um, but anyway, so my 15, 15, 14, 13, is that right? 13 15? was 13. You just no. said yours, uh, 14. 13 was Derrick Henry, 14. So you, do you do 14? 14. My 14 is Leonard Fournette. Okay. I think Lenny, I think his value of where he's going right now. And I just think he, his efficiency. I mean, the guy, yeah. when, when he's actually healthy and he's playing very well, they edit, they edit, uh, whatever that guy's name is. I can't even think of his, the wide receiver with the, uh, Chanel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who's apparently doing incredible in, in uh he's fast. he's fast as hell uh they have dj shark who's going to be a stud this year I, I just think that they go back to and it's and it's Minshew. it's the Minshew show now in jacksonville like there's no nick Foles. like it's this is his game so i think they're going to try to develop what they had in the beginning of the season last year move on move on lenny i think that his value is actually really good for where he's being drafted. um yeah leonard fournette right now is being drafted at uh, the 308, so he's being drafted towards the middle end of the third round. There's no way that stays true. Um, as to last year, I think Leonard Fournette probably creeps back into that like early third round, um, and he gets taken before somebody like James Conner, for example. Exactly, because like who's around him? David Johnson, Melvin Gordon. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. Melvin Gordon, big question marks. David Johnson, uh, there's so many question marks out of Houston. 
Yeah. So yeah, I would you rather four, have them? My fourteen is what I mentioned before is Josh Jacobs. Um, okay. I love Josh Jacobs this year, and the fact that he fell a little bit for me in my rankings uh, hurt a little bit, but I had to do it for the for the uncertainty factor of the Raiders. Um, not uncertainty, but the question marks I have for the Raiders. Um, so that was a pretty self-explanatory one too. And I'll finish with my 15 and then we'll get through the, you know, the final you know, five we have just around out the 20. Uh, my 15 is a lot of people's like four or five or six. And that is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, He's not I even in my top 15. I have him at 15. Look, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football. Kansas City Chiefs are the best offense in football. They added a running back in the draft in the first round. Damian Williams has opted out of the season. This literally sets up a perfect storm for CEH. However, to draft him at the number six position in the draft as a rookie is telling everyone that you think he is Ezekiel Elliott. Or Saquon, literally to Saquon. Saquon When you drafted Saquon as a rookie at like number like six. Saquon Barkley, Barkley, when he was being drafted as a rookie, was number five. But he was a number five. But we knew going into that, (laughs) that, okay, you know what? Saquon is going to be fed the rock. He was drafted as the number two player in the draft this past year. Absolutely. But he performed as it too. We were talking 1,000 yards receiving, 1,000 yards uh, rushing potential. Like, with Edward Hilaire, I have question marks. I have, not question marks. I have, I have curiosities that need to be answered before. There's two other running backs on the team who they've used a couple. They've used them before, Darla <coughs> Thompson and Darrell Williams. Yeah. Yes, we're and, not bad. And that's the thing is like, what happens if Edward Hilaire struggles to start the year? Which he might, which he definitely might. He's a it, rookie running back drafted in the latter part of the first round, where we've seen plenty of running backs i.e. Rashad Penny, either flounder, get injured, be benched, whatever it is, like they didn't invest top five running, a top five pick in the NFL draft in him. They invested pick number 32. Sonny Michelle. 20, whatever pick he was. Yeah, exactly. Sonny Michelle, a perfect example. Like, I think he has way more potential than someone like Sonny Michelle and Rashad Penny. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. He Because of his his burst, his burst, his... His game speed, his reception, his receptive reception ability. Like I think he has way more to offer. But to to go into the season and saying just because he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs and just because well the opportunity share may be there, I'm not drafting him as the number uh, five or six running back. He is number fifteen, and I feel very comfortable there. So I will have zero shares of Ceh this coming year. I this one might it might surprise you. It might not. Um... So to round out our, our top 15, at least, and then we can just go through the last uh, last ladder of the uh, the top 20, kind of just a little bit about them. But uh, I, th- I, abs- I think the Niners' offense, and their de- they're, they're a complete team. I know that the wide receivers are hurt, which also even helps my number 15 of Raheem Mostert. I think that this guy is given the reins now. Uh, Tevin Coleman, I don't want to hear anything about him. He's a compliment back. He's never been a bell cow. He's never been the number one, even when he was in Atlanta. Like the guy, the guy needs to be a compliment. Jerk McKinnon, don't even get me started on him. Uh, I, you know what? It's 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 unfortunate, bro, that you have this freak athletic talent amongst you, like on you. But I haven't seen it. I don't think anyone has yet. Um, he's not going to be relevant. Raheem Mostert is going to be the guy out of this backfield. He is going to eat, as as the kids say these days. Is that, is that, what, is that what they say? Is that what they? They do this. You guys that's can't see say. me. That's what I say. It's you the, guys can't. You can't, you can't see me. I'm nom 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 nom. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's, like that's hungry, hungry hippos. But Raheem <laughs> Mostert is this wow, this guy. A... He's 
I know it's bold. Statement. It's bold. That's a ballsy statement to put him at number. It is. It is. And I'll say, I have, I have him in top twenty-four. Yeah, I just think that offense. I mean, they, they're they're the offensive line's good. They got George Kittle. Debo Samuel yeah. will be back at some point. Um, yeah. Kendrick Bourne, who's not a decent other wide receiver. Uh, they also have that rookie. They, they drafted another a rookie as well. Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. That's right. Yeah. Who? Is apparently doing pretty good at training camp, but again, all of these newses, I'll say newses. That's it's my plural. That's my plural for, for news. For the news uh, eyes. News eyes, yes. Uh, <laughs> coming out of training camp, I mean, we got to take it with a grain of salt. But Raheem Mostert, guy gets catches. He, he runs it like they're they're. It's he's he's number fifteen for me. I'm excited. Um, I'll round out my top twenty, um, and 15. then I'll ask you. A qu- I said fifteen. Your top fifteen. You said I'll round out my top twenty. No, no, I meant like I meant, I meant like I'll finish my fifteen, my sixteen to twenty. Like I'll round out my top twenty. Oh, okay, 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 the final. Okay. Um, and Kyle comes in. <laughs> so my my fit my uh, my final five inside my top twenty um, is uh, David Johnson, his new new home in Houston. Uh, okay. James Connor. Uh, I still have faith in James Connor, even if some don't. Um, Leonard Fournette, um, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, and then Devin Singletary at number at number twenty. Okay, okay, yeah, I definitely got to change some of mine, but uh, I will finish off mine number sixteen uh, with Chris Carson. Okay, I love Chris Carson, always have. I think that Rashad Penny, like we just said, uh, I don't, I don't know where the hype was about him. Still haven't seen it yet, but Chris Carson is clearly a very good running back. Uh, and then number seventeen, which I might change this, I don't know yet, is uh, Le'Veon Bell. We'll see. Uh, the news that came out of uh, Jersey, not New York, uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey, that is, where the uh, New Jersey Jets and New Jersey Giants play, is, did you see that? Adam Gase said that he wants to utilize Frank Gore, so he may take some of Le'Veon Bell's touches away. I'm not surprised. I like, mean, why are, like, dude, I get it, but, like, you paid Le'Veon Bell. What are just you doing? Fire, they should fire What Gase. are you doing? Make, make Frank Gore the new coach. Frank Gore should be the head coach. <laughs> Adam Gase, how you have a job. I'm not, I've never coached any, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, but I, I just, I just think that th- this is, this atrocious. You're, you, this is bad. Yeah. And so James Conner, number 18, he might be moving up though. Cause I still think that the guy still has some tread. He's still young coming off of an injury. He's got a, he's had so much time to recover. No reason why he can't go back to a top 10 running back. So he might lean up um, 18, uh, 19 CH for me. Maybe move up. I don't know. But then I'll round out my number 20 with Todd Gurley. Woof. We have him like – we have Gurley uh, number 8 to 20 of 12, 12 positions apart. Basically a full which, – Which could – rounds. Which could happen, which if either happens, it's like, oh, okay, That's I get surprising. it. And like then, I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on the Todd Gurley hype train. So my question for you, if you could look, look through your rankings right now for someone you did not name on this show – who do you think you feel guilty about that's not inside your top 20 that you will that you that you think should be a top 20 pick but you're not sold on it or you're, you're unsure or you're whatever it is like who on your rankings um, you know outside of the top 20 is like I wanted to I should have and probably by you know week one they will be so one guy um, is Devin Singletary who I'm definitely gonna he's definitely gonna try to I'm I'm, de- I'm getting him into my top 20 but I think the the bigger one actually that I I, 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 I like him on this team, even though this guy is haunting me. Jordan Howard is haunting me. I'm not talking about Jordan Howard. Matt, Matt Breda, I think, <laughs> Matt has Breda, a chance. To, Matt Breda has a chance, I think, to make the top 20. 
very efficient running back, but I know that Jordan Howard is still around and he's going to, yeah. he's going to have those, those games that are going to make me go line carries. Oh and, my God. Yeah. Like for the yeah. Eagles last year. Yeah, I know. Where, what? I know. What? Miles, Miles Sanders was drafted with such, you know, love and affection and vigor and, you know, Jordan Howard was still. I just can't believe that. But I, I think that Matt Breda is, okay. is my potential top. Um, yeah. Mine, mine is, mine is someone that, in talent-wise, in team-wise, I think is just a top 10 player and back. However, Philip Lindsay is still there, and that's where I draw the line, is the fact that Melvin Gordon went to the Denver Broncos knowing full well that Philip Lindsay was still there. So is Royce Freeman! But even if we left Royce Freeman out, (laughs) Philip Lindsay has rushed for 1,000 yards, what, twice? Both back-to-back seasons? I... I just I don't know what their time the timeshare is going to be. I don't know what the split is going to be. Very efficiently, I might add as well. Philip Lindsay, like he doesn't, he's not giving the ball like 20, right, 20 times oh, he's very, he's very, so very efficient. efficient. So that's the thing is like I, I want Melvin Gordon based on his previous years and his 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 you know experience and his potential and his ceiling. But the fact is is that that might be a 60-40 split. It just might be. Like I I don't know I, that. So he's my number 20, 21. I once know. the moment I saw that Melvin Gordon signed with Denver. I yep. I said I'm staying away. I'm not. Yes, Melvin Gordon is a good running back, but look how much he struggled when he came back last year in in, in L.A. or yeah. San Diego or wherever they were still playing. Is there a is there a running back you are avoiding this year? <sighs> Melvin Gordon, I think, is definitely one of them. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. And they're like it, looking through the list. I mean, yes, there's some rookies. Of course, you're 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 not gonna yeah. you're you're not gonna draft as many rookies like. Like, am I gonna am I gonna spend a fourth round pick or a fifth round pick on Jonathan Taylor? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, would you rather have DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins? Um, you know, uh, DeAndre Swift would probably be on. the one that I would go to okay. because there's nobody else in Detroit. Yeah, I well, mean, the guys. Ooh, God, another <laughs> one, another guy. Add him to the list, dude. Fragile. Add, oh my God, add him to the list of amazing running backs that come out of Detroit. Um, after, after Barry Sanders, of course, uh, which is none, but like, like someone like a Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, very efficient. I'm surprised he's actually not in either of our top twenties because the JK, the, the, but they the drafted Dobbins. JK Dobbins. Exactly. And problem. that, and that scares me, but you also got to look at it this way. They love to run the ball. So <laughs> I know they will. Yeah, It, that's it true. could, I wouldn't be surprised if Mark Ingram went for 1200 yards, six yeah. touchdowns, and then J.K. Dobbins rushed for like 800 the yards. Yeah, the they have they have that potential, yeah. but it, there's there are question marks uh, like that little area with like Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, or, or yeah. oh there he is, there's David a, Montgomery. Oh my there's god, one of my two. I one of my two. I have two. Um, that J- Dave Montgomery is just I don't believe in Matt Nagy anymore, and I don't believe in the Chicago Bears, so he's out. And two is the guy that I just want to love. I love his burst, his game speed, his everything. But he just doesn't do enough for me fantasy-wise, and that is Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is my Achilles heel because I want to love him, and I want to keep pushing him up my draft boards and loving him for – I just – I just don't know. Like, I just, there's something, that's one of those gut things. Like, it's in the pit of my stomach. Devin Singletary, do I want to take the risk where right now he is being drafted at? Or middle of the fourth, I believe. I got to find him. Yeah. 
I'm getting, yeah, um, yes, he's being drafted at the, exactly in the middle of the fourth at the 406, and I just cannot do it because him and David Montgomery are being drafted together, and that makes me freaking ill. So A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, D.K. Metcalf, Mark Ingram, give me every single one of them over both of them. He was, at, he was getting – he was averaging, yeah. it looks like, maybe like 20, 20 carries, 19 carries a game once they realized, hey, Frank Gore. It's a gut, Moore, it's a gut feeling. You're kind of you're kind of old, Frank Gore. So I, it's they got Zach Moss now. I just I see a freaking 50-50 timeshare, and I don't want it. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Zach Moss, like very talented, very very talented. Devil Devin Singletary. So who's who's a running back that is? I mean, you're literally just taking a, a shot in the shot in the dark. A shot in the jack. Um. Oh God. Um. You're gonna crack open your Sam Adams, and you're gonna just just a shot in the jack. Ah. Uh, Oh my God! Parking your guy, parking your cow with your blind <laughs> with your blinded zone. I mean, it's tough. It, it really it is tough. Been, for me, it would have been uh, Matt Breda, like you said before, as my shot in the dark. Where even though he's going to a situation that is new and still not great, I I like his opportunity share there. I don't love his his history of injury problems. Um, but honestly, my shot in the dark is whoever the hell emerges as the Rams starting running back. Very nice. Very nice. I don't know who it's going to be. We I don't know. Have, Nobody. I didn't have a lot of love for Cam Akers coming into the draft. Um, the Daryl Henderson, Malcolm eh. Brown, just, just, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. I really, it makes me, just makes me kind of like feel blah. Like I feel like, I feel dirty. It's exactly. It. And it's yeah. not even, it's not oh, even right. if you draft the last one, like you said, like last year with the Niners, like I'm yeah. going to draft the last, like this one is, this is, right. this one is weird and I'm not wasting a pick. Yes. It, if it turns out for you, that is absolutely Cause, fantastic. Cause the but, Rams, the Rams do. I mean, the Rams are going to use. So right now the, actually I'll maybe change my pick because I'll take the last Rams running back taken <laughs> that I'll, I'll rephrase. I will take a shot on the dark on the last running back from the Rams that is still available. Uh, and later on in the draft, because Cam Akers is going in the early sixth, and I don't love that, so I'm going to rephrase um, and take whoever's left. So, okay, all right, I can dig that. I dig it. Um, I don't like this team at all, and I don't like the running back situation whatsoever. Um, it, it's it's an absolute crapshoot. So, but apparently the guy looks pretty healthy coming off of a year and a half injury. Uh, you know who I'm talking about yet? Huh? Huh? Nope, not at all. Uh, Bryce Buddy Love. Ooh. Later in the rounds. I mean, if I can get him yeah. for free in the last, why not? Why? Yeah. I mean, yes, everybody's talking about Antonio Gibson, but Bryce Love is a workhorse. The guy's a stud. Went over 2,000 yards, I think, for the least amount of attempts in college football history. This guy, he's, he has all the makings of a bell cow. I'm not saying he's going to crack my top yeah, 20 but, or anything like that. We're talking his, injury about. Was, his injury was so devastating. Oh, it was way. so bad. It was so bad. So was, a, just, so was AP's. Mm, yeah, but uh, it, I don't know. I mean, I again, it, Adrian, one, man, it was... Adrian Peterson is an absolute different person freak. Too. Yeah. Yes, the guy is a monster. But Bryce Love could be that monster as well. We don't, we don't know, but this is a complete late flyer shot in the deck. Who, you know, maybe, he'll, he, maybe he could be your flex at one point. Who knows? But Bryce Love for me. You've seen all this talk about, um, I guess now we can kind of just get like what, what I'm hearing and seeing, you know, in the Twitterverse and like through training camp and stuff. A.J. Dillon? Back up. Is that, that he's huge and he is like a mammoth and that he might actually see some opportunities? No, I don't agree with that one as much. Um, right? Same here. I just, I think that's just fluff. Uh, I, I mean, he's just very large and very in charge. Um, but 
I just, no, I, no. I'm going to say no for now. You know, ask me in two weeks. I'll say maybe, but for now it's going to be a no. Right. Uh, so another, another running back getting, getting apparently more work now uh, in New England, Damian Harris. What do you, what do you feel about that? I know you're, I mean, I was Damian Harris. Thought. Damian Harris was my, like uh, back in whatever month it was, Damian Harris was probably like my second to last round pick or third to last round pick with confidence. Like, wow, I think I'm getting a steal on him. He's going to be relevant. Tom hadn't signed yet. Um, I just, I felt like, okay, you know what? I like this. I'm, I'm good with it. But as the months went on and I just stewed on it, the quarterback situation, New England situation, I still like it. I'm not disputing that. I think it's a good shot in the dark um, because that New England running game is a complete. It's know, James White. It's James White. Or... Who, who might get cut? I don't know. James White, might he not have relevance anymore because, because Cam doesn't use a quarterback. Tom's gone. Who, is a, you know, who was his you know, safety net? I just, there's so many question marks with the New England Patriots and their offense that I, yeah, sure. If he's the last running back available from the Patriots and it's late in the draft, absolutely. I'll take him. Give it a shot, I guess, right? Because James White, we already know his role. I mean, and then they also have who they just picked up in Lamar Miller, which he's on my list of Jordan Howard. They're both on that same list of guys that I just do not touch and I just I just can't watch them. It's just so infuriating to watch them that you think every single year they're going to be amazing, but it's not happening. Yeah, Damian Harris is the 11-09 currently. So Yeah, running backs. These are the foundation of your team. I mean, as Do you not can... screw them up. <laughs> Don't do it. You Which we've all done. Receiver. We've totally all done it. I've done it. You've done it. You listening right now, if you're still listening to our show, thank you. Uh, you've probably done it as well. I, I drafted some always, running backs or, or overspend on running backs. This is going to be the year of the waivers. I will out always and spend 100 it. on Ty Washington. You can have an economics person come in here. You could have an analytical person come in here, some data scientists who can break down how you can get great running backs in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, and you can go zero RB. I will forever. It will be stamped on my forehead for the rest of my life. Draft running backs early and often. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't care if we disagree on that. I don't care if somebody fights me on it. Draft running backs early and often. You have more of a chance to, for, for opportunity to get your, the most points of where you're drafting him. Well, it's value, the value-based value based picking as Joe Pisapia. Right. It's the, if, it's, the, it's, the, it's the difference in points between the running back 12 of the world and the running back 24 of the world, the running back five of the world and the running back 10 of the world. There are big exactly. differences in points than from wide receiver 12 to wide receiver 24. There's just going to be a bigger difference. So, so anyway. you just heard it here from the fantasy fam that we both believe. And my brother also believes as well. I'm pretty sure he's pretty high on depending on the drafts, but I'm pretty sure he's high on drafting running back, running back early and often. Again, it's, it, it all depends on your draft, but most, Standard PPR, probably running back, running back, or at least one solid running back in the beginning. Uh, we are the Fantasy Fam. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Fantasy Fam, signing off.